You gonna do this song? Huh? You gonna do this song? Do what? Oh, the intro? <laughs> nah, you got it. Uh, <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got to set the vibes. It's Black Hoodie Rap. I don't even know what episode we are, but I'm glad you are tuning in. Yeah. 20, uh, 21. Technically. Mende Uno. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. It's been a wonderful time, too. You know, I, I wanted to say... <laughs> Do you think we should start off with the conversation hmm? that we had with the twins the other day? No. Wait. <laughs> no. Why not? Because we're just now starting to release more episodes, and that's a lot to take in. No, it's not. After a hiatus. It's really not. No. No, that's actually just give some of you a think about. I have about. to think about how to say that in a better way. If you were I don't want to say that. No. You, I don't, don't, don't want to do it. It's the best. No. <laughs> if you was a barber. Mm-mm. Would you deal with undercarriage garment? No, you grooming. have to. You have to. That's what it is. Undercarriage grooming. You have to. You have to put the full scope of things no, in there. I'm, that, that's exactly what it is. For the most part, and now most people now, are going to say no, but there's a lot of circumstances involved. This is what I'm saying. You're guaranteed ten clients a day, this and is for it. each client, just for that service, you're getting three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars for all. For 10 clients. So you're guaranteed $3,000 every day that you perform this service. Okay. Number one. Number two, just by working 10 days. Yes. Out of the month. That's 30 grand. That's $30,000. You could vacation for two thirds of every month if you wanted to. Yeah. And still make $360,000 a year. Okay. There's no barber who's going to really write those numbers down, actualize it out, and say, yeah, nah, I'm not doing that because of their pride or because of their uncomfortableness with their own sexuality <laughs> or manhood. That makes no sense. Like, no, it, no, it doesn't. But you have to understand a lot of people are not necessarily uh, comfortable yeah, that's with cool. dealing with a lot of the mechanics. Nice. I'm in- comfortable with $360,000. just say it. The the amount of uh, it's a lot to process the hardware it's a lot in the undercarriage it's a lot to process, but you have to understand women get these things done all the time and right. you know what I'm saying like it's not a big deal, you know. Then again, I think Dave Chappelle made a joke about it, but he's he's about the Botox his balls yeah, they make him smooth like eggs. <laughs> Saying, that man. is a funny thing to think about, though. That is it's a lot of money, bro. No, it is a lot of money, but ah. And I only have to work 120 days out of the year. That's come on. That's a like, lot. Come on, bro. That's just a lot to do. On top of as well as after just... the first few times become second nature, you probably don't even realize what's going on. There's no excessive handling involved because, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Like, all you got to do is just, like, you know what I'm saying? Groom. Wonderful. You're doing grooming services. All right, all right. $360,000 a year. Or you can cut niggas' heads for $15. Then again, how would you build a clientele for that? I don't know. It probably... Because then I don't think... Well, you, you said it, but... Marketing. Just like you market anything yeah, else. Yeah, but like... But but when it comes to haircut, it's like you almost guaranteed two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like it guaranteed just about... Okay. Somebody in two weeks. Okay. 
So are you saying that this? So the once a month thing would have to be just what it is. I'm just saying. No, I'm asking. Money wise, <laughs> just asking. You could make as <laughs> listen. You could work as many days out of the month as you want. No, I understand that. I'm just asking. If you want to make nine thousand dollars a month, do that. I'm just asking when it comes to the clientele because everybody has regulars. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? That was a great. Catch I feel like once a month is probably like realistic. You know okay, what I'm saying? So, like, okay. That's, yeah, I guess it would be more realistic than anything. I think you have a fair share of uh, clientele. Yeah. I feel okay. like you would. So, I mean, you go ahead and let us know. Would you Would you, uh, Would you? you partake in, if you were a barber? You're a barber. You're you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's the only thing, no. oh, my God, I want to do an undercash woman for men. Like, it's not like you're just popping out the woodwork saying oh. you want to cut niggas no, no, nuts. No. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you're already a barber. I you know, know, like this is a service. This is why I said a okay, barber. So you add this a nigga that does beards, that does facial hair, eyebrows. A so, barber. So now not you, just a nigga that does hairline. So you, there's a difference, right? You you got so you doing you are brows, a professional barber. Yeah, why not? That's what it is. Brows and balls. Fire name. Put that in the mall. I'm telling you, that's a fire name. That actually is very risky. Why? <laughs> <laughs> You know exactly why. Why brows and balls is very risky. Okay. Does it, I mean, However, beards and balls might be a little bit better, but the alliteration uh, no, because then it sounds like beards and balls, and now we have a problem. Okay. If I said beards, beards and balls. Yeah, but nah. No. Okay. So there's not enough separation there for me. You know, there has to be a little bit more of a distinction because you don't want it to sound like it's catered to a certain. Group of people because it's yeah. not. No, it's, it's just beards it's, and balls sounds kind of wild. Brows? I feel like brows and balls is not that bad. Niggas get their eyebrows done. Uh, Some I'm, niggas get their eyebrows. I'm done. not saying that they don't. I'm just I just feel like the market is not as big as the balls would be. I don't know about that. I'm telling you, I don't I know. I've never that. gotten my eyebrows done. I feel you, but I have though. Twenty nine years of life. I've got my eyebrows done. I've gotten them touched up. But for why though? Because my shits get a little out of control no, sometimes. But, but for why though? Because I like it look good. Do you, no, but for why though? Did you mm, really just th- did you just think about one day I'm making my eyebrows? Done? No, it was offered to me. Okay, see, there's a difference now. <laughs> I got my hair cut, <laughs> but I'm saying I got my facial hair shaped up. Uh-huh. What little bit of it I had, what little you have. And then he said, "Would you also like me to shape up your eyebrows?" I said, "Well, this is wonderful. Sure, why not?" See. I'm just saying. Now imagine that conversation. It depends. I just, I just <laughs> saying, imagine that conversation. It would have to be something that you already know about. Like you cannot go in there and then hey, the nigga would offer. You want me to shave no, 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 your no, 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 no. This is not. That's not what I'm proposing. No, but that's not. Did you think about it? It has to be a very professionally advertised <laughs> service. Like this niggas in the chair. <laughs> lean back. He lean back. The nigga, look over like this. <laughs> Look over his face. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, you, you want me to save your ball? <laughs> nah, it's on sight. <laughs> I wish a nigga would. That sounds funny. It's on sight. <laughs> that just sounds hilarious. And if there's other niggas in the barbershop. <laughs> the record stops. There's definitely The, the record's screeching right now. It's on sight for sure. <laughs> but, you, but think about it. Think about a professionally advertised service where this is serious. You're yeah, marketing this like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I feel you. You understand? I'm like, not saying that it's a bad idea. I'm just saying it's kind of weird. It's a weird kind of question. No, it's weird to us. To but like ask. T- to white people or to like other like cultures, it's probably not a weird thing. Oh no. But to niggas though, 
yes, it's uh, very, very left, left of center. Um, it's different. But I'm telling you, I wouldn't, even, I would not even be able to say it's a lot taken. That's just bad timing altogether. It's a lot to process. There you go. Process. But once you put them numbers on paper, any businessman is gonna oh, be yeah, like, you know what? On the board. It's, 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 it's yeah, let's, let's add this to the. Uh, you know what I'm saying let's get, the, let's get the back room. You know what I mean? Let's no, close the back room off. Oh God! <laughs> no, because that's what they do for eyebrows. They do that for eyebrow waxing. We're gonna close the. Eye, we're gonna close. The when you go to like a nail salon and they also do like waxing or like eyebrows and shit like that is a separate room they don't do it out in the open well yeah obviously yeah so you go to the barbershop let's build this back room I'm just saying and that, that back room is gonna bring us at least 360 racks a year all I'm saying is when you go for the back room it sounds wild everybody knows what happens in the back room see but you're making it that though <laughs> no it's I'm like, not I'm just saying that that's what you, when you say back room yes it sounds wild the back room with the back door <laughs> the back room with the back door yeah that no, sounds but out of I, I understandable if it, if it brings you in money and a lot more money a than a lot of than, money, you know, than as well as you shaping up the, the hair and, and the brows and the beard. Yo, and, because you know. a lot of niggas don't like to do that. A lot of niggas are scared to do that. Well, that's a whole five hundred dollar service. The hair, the hair cut, the brow and the beard, and it the bald, be. the triple B service. If it could be the baldy, the quadruple B service, the baldy. The brow, the beard, and the balls. It could be, yo. Clean shaven. It could be. Well, man. don't do that. You sneeze. Mm-hmm. It could be, yo. Some it's, niggas actually take their hygiene that serious too. Like you, you would be surprised, bro. Like oh well, no, Bernie Mac is getting manicures and pedicures all the time. There you go. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so. I like my man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I mean, feel good when I feel good. I don't get the gel though. That 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 pissed me off. First time I got a pedicure and a manicure, I said, like, yeah, why not? Let's put the gel. It's supposed to last longer. No. Mm-mm. Spanish mommy definitely swindled me. Yeah, I get and, it. And I was like, oh. Because you know what it is? It's the fact that nobody else sees it but you. And you could start seeing it chip away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I think the the... the the frustration for me comes in, which is why I'll never do it again. Cause I, I saw it, like I saw it fading. You know how when when paint starts to chip and you see like half of it's glossy, and there's like spots that are not glossy. Yeah, I wasn't with it at all. I didn't have not one. Right. Well, now that that's out the way. Mm-hmm. If Okay, now it's funny because we were talking about not necessarily rebranding everything, but how would you reinvent yourself? When when is it when is it necessary, or if it is ever necessary to reinvent yourself, and how would you go about doing it? Oh, this is for me. Yes. Um, I think it depends on the person. Like. Well, generally, I think it's it's important to always reinvent yourself because you're always at different points in your life. However, some people would argue, oh, you know, I've been this way forever and it's been working for me and I'm successful and, you know, there's no need for me to change anything about myself, so why? You know what I'm saying? It depends on the person. But I feel like it's healthy to constantly, you know, uproot yourself and replant yourself, just like with plants. It's healthy to do that. 
especially if you're moving around in life, like you're in different places in your life or you're in different situations or you're around different people or in different atmospheres, I feel like you should kind of reinvent yourself. So be more of a flower than a tree. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Because I feel like when it comes to reinventing yourself, it's not something that should be necessary. You know? I feel like it only would be necessary if you feel like it's necessary. Mm. You know, if you feel like you're stuck in a rut or if you feel like you're in a bad space or like um, if you feel like you are in a need of change, then that's when I would say reinventing yourself would be better for you or the next person. Because if not, then I feel like you, it, it would go along the lines of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, that's why I just said there's two different types of people in this world. <clears throat> but who's to say that by re- reinventing themselves, that person who is already successful can be more successful? You know what I'm saying? Who's to say that there's not another tier that they could reach that they haven't tapped into because they're still that same version of themselves? You never fucking know. True. You know? So, I, like I said, I guess it depends. Yeah. That's why I feel like, I feel like, when you know, when you say that, like, that's what I mean by the whole level of situation. Yeah. If you, if it is, if you feel like it's necessary mm-hmm. to level up. If you feel, you know, the word everybody loves, you know, to despise, the word complacency, mm-hmm. or if, if you're settling for where you are, mm-hmm. then, you know, which is, it's also cannot be a bad thing. Or if you just want some, you could literally wake up one morning and say, I want some different shit out of life. I know, that's exactly what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that's exactly what you do. I'm just saying, like. You roll out of bed and say, nigga, I want green hair. I'm just saying. Blue hair. I'm just saying. There's a lot of people who live like that. Burgundy. And that's all it takes. Blonde. You know? A dog season. Yes, not a skin fade now. <laughs> now the skin, well, man, you kind of see, you kind of see, shy away from it. Nah, I just let my shit grow. Yeah, shy away from it because I'm, um, yeah, Basquiat. No, no, no. You going in the Basquiat way? No, 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 no. Hope got that. I do not want my hair to look like that. I don't even think my hair could grow that long. To be honest with you, it probably could with the right products. Yeah, with the right amount of decades. Nah, I mean nah, cause he cause you gotta remember it wasn't. Yeah, but my hair and his hair are different. Oh, well, obviously. My hair curls up and it doesn't get like long, long like. See, but like I said, it's the right amount of products. Like the last time I was able to get braids was when I was like twelve. Last time I had braids when I was twenty-one. I don't think that'd have been possible for me at twenty-one. That's cause I let, cause I let my hair grow out for two years. I don't think my shit would look different in two years, bro. Depends on what you keep doing to it. If you just let your hair grow, then, you know, and continue with the same process, it'll probably just grow. Mm-hmm. That's how my hair grows. My hair just grows. Yeah. But, no, I don't think you, I don't think you'd want it, the Basquiat look or the, or the butchered Basquiat look like them Florida boys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, no disrespect to Florida. I'm just saying. That's kind of what it looked like to me. Butchered Basquiat look like the Florida boys is wild. Hey, that's, that's, that's <laughs> what it is, though. I mean, that's how it look. <laughs> I get it, though. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't look like an actual Basquiat. It looks like it's 
Yeah. Oh, it looks like the bonsai that went off the rails. I digress. <laughs> but when it comes to and uh, I forgot what was the uh, what was your other question? It was. Well, nah, you you got to answer that. I did. You did. I did. You did. I said that it would. De- I feel like it would depend. Okay. On the person, oh, okay. whether you'd be whether it, or like I feel like it's one of those situations where if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. And I find it very satisfying that the ice cream truck decides to pull up to the front door. It's a beautiful fucking day today. Yeah, but it's not Mr. Softy. Um, this is a pop goes the weasel nigga. Like, ooh, this is the, the popsicle dude, the dude that got SpongeBob. It looks like he should he deserves to be in a different classroom. What was my nigga's name, yo? The nigga with the... The had Pink a, No, he had a different... <laughs> he had a different polo sweater every day. What was his name? Sir? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. What's my nigga? Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Shout out to Mr. Rogers, man. <sighs> I'm not a fan of Mr. Rogers. Why? Because I, I never watched it. So I can't freshest call myself a nigga fan. of all time. So I don't know about that now. Yo. <laughs> Bill Cosby probably got that. So. No. No, so the sweater Mr. game Ro- was on no. point. I, I feel you, but the sweater Mr. vest Damn. game was on point. Mr. Rogers, the throwback HBCU sweaters right. was on point. But he had he had help though. Mr. Rogers ran the show by himself. Number one, number two, he had about nineteen blues of the same sweater. He's the jiggiest nigga of all time. I can't get with that. Why? I just told you why. I'm taking Mr. Rogers. First got, of all, you got the the, the great the Heather Gray no, Hillman son, no, 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 no. and he wore the same pair of khakis every day, and it's still oh, like a new, and it oh, still boy. looked like a fresh fit every single day, bro. That's because he's white and he presses his pants. That's about it. I respect a nigga that presses his pants. Look at the pressure of the pants. Same nigga that fucking presses his joggers. I only hate it. Cotton good. cotton joggers is getting pressed. I get it though. No. I get it. You got creases in your joggers, B. That's not, not. I iron my sweatpants. No. I iron everything. I well, iron my socks. And then church socks at that. Yes. We only wear church socks out here. No, I wear Nike socks, B. I wear church socks. Shout out to Nike. There's a, there's a different level of comfortability that you tap into when your socks are thin. Right. But when you get the plug from East Bay. Shout out to East Bay. And you get the plug from East Our Bay. viewership probably doesn't even know what East Bay is. East Bay Magazine. Yeah, they do. Do they, though? Yeah. EastBay.com. 18-year-olds don't know what East Bay is. Now? Probably not. Maybe. No. Actually, no, they would. No. They definitely would. They're 10 years removed from when no. it was going out. They are not. Yes, they are. No, they are not. Damn, we're 28 and 29. You do realize that Foot Locker, that's all Foot Locker Incorporated? You know that. <laughs> Most niggas don't know that though. The Foot Locker Incorporated. Two niggas like me, it was just a magazine that you could order sneakers from. Right. And the magazine stopped existing in about 2003. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. If you were an athlete, okay. they innately knew that you were an athlete. Niggas number stopped one. caring about no, it. If, the, if you knew you were, if the, if the people knew that you were an athlete, they innately knew. They just happened to know. And out of nowhere, it would show up on your doorstep. Nah, I don't know. In your man. mailbox. I'm telling you. Oh, nah. Cause I just got like I just got like the two freaking reviews the other day. You, yeah. there's no one on this island that still gets East Bay magazines delivered to their crib. You're right because they're no longer athletes. That's <laughs> 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 just what it is. Yo, you're wild. I'm so. not an athlete anymore, but I'm I still subscribe because I'm you know. 
I'm a loyal customer. But damn. Nah, I just got completely sidetracked. What the? F- <laughs> so, would you look elsewhere for success? And I guess this is a, a, a follow-up question to what you were saying earlier. What you mean? Would I look elsewhere for... What does that mean? I, I don't know. I just feel like that's would what... Would I look mean. elsewhere for success? Do you, would you look elsewhere for success? Like, would would you feel like... What the fuck is During that the reinvention, during the re- oh, okay, I got you. Maybe mm, okay. Drugs. I've been in situations where nah, not even not <laughs> even like that. I've been in situations where I needed. I've been in situations where I needed a different atmosphere, in order to have a different mindset. Of course. So yes, sometimes you would look elsewhere, because maybe sitting in a room. Or in the same house or being around the same people or doing the same things every day doesn't really attribute to you being able to reinvent yourself. How the fuck can you do that if you're doing the same cyclical shit every single day? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say yeah. Okay, well, yeah, sometimes moving out to another space, another country, you know, you know state, country, whatever, yeah. city would sure. help. You know, that's why I like personally leaving New York sometimes, mm-hmm. whether it be... No, I get it now. You know? Going nah, to Maryland, yeah. going to Delaware every other weekend or something. It's a different atmosphere. Yeah. Because the air is different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the same. Even when I'm in Brooklyn or if I'm in Queens, you know, or the city, even though the air is different in three, all three of those places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fact. In all three of those places, it's, it's a different kind of, um, it's a different kind of relief when you are, like, in Delaware or Texas or Maryland. It's just space to breathe and think. You know what I'm saying? But it's actual space, though. And it's also where we're from. Well, you might not agree with this, but I feel like with my type of mentality and and just the way New York is set up and just being here and feeling like I have all these responsibilities and obligations while being here and then also knowing how fast-paced New York is, I feel like being outside of New York is beneficial because it allows niggas to slow down. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need the shit around you to slow down. The fair view of the day off? Yeah, well, I guess you could say that. But sometimes you need the shit around you to slow down for you to slow down internally. Yeah. So, yeah, like the first Bueller way of looking at things. You know, life's moving too fast. If you don't slow down, you're going to miss it. Hmm. You don't want to move too fast through life. You you know, you don't slow down, you're going to miss it. Something along those lines. And I don't disagree. I don't. I just feel like the. I mean, I feel like the the air itself is just, or the essence of it all. The vibe is very overbearing. Mm. Like I feel like there's. I I don't know. I feel like there's more gravity in New York. <laughs> like, mm. I feel like there's more gravity in New York because everything everything you do here is either applauded, hated, or not cared about. You know. And and what I mean by that is like if you if you do something, you're gonna have a bunch of people that don't like what you're doing, and they're gonna give you reasons of why they don't like what you're doing. Even though it's something that they want to do, they're gonna just tell you that, you know, you don't want they don't want you to do it. <clears throat> if you're successful, well, that's good, but it's kind of expected that it's an expected it's an expectation. 
You're you're supposed to be successful if you come from New York. What do they say? If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, right? You're supposed to be successful. And if not, and if you don't make it, then nobody cares. On to the next guy that probably will. And even if he won't, or if he, even if he does, either we're going to praise him or we're going to hate him. But yeah. You know, we noticed that with the radio. I, I said that with one of the um my old teammates. He said that because he was trying to get in the radio, and he was like, "You know, no, there's no like next in line in radio in New York." You know what I'm saying? There's no next Funkmaster Flex. There's no next Kid Capri. There's no next, you know, DJ Envy. There's no next Ebro. You know what I'm saying? There's there's nobody next in line. It's just we get to who we get whenever they decide to step aside. <laughs> and there's nobody that you might know. Actually, the only person I could think of that's a new guy, quote unquote new, is Drewski. You know, and I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that Drewski is. How long he's been in the game? I don't even know. What ten years, maybe? Probably like ten years. I may be wrong. You know, actually on the I mean, actually on the radio. I mean, you know. So you, you know, I don't know. I, I just something I always think about every now and then. Also, would the newer version of you, the updated, the quote unquote updated version of you, would it necessarily replace the old? You answer that. Or. Just that question alone. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, uh, well, I'm gonna say this. It should replace the old. If you would look to sustain wherever it is you want to go. Hmm. If you want to kind of, just experience it. Just to say that you've done it, then you can revert back to your old ways, of doing things. You know, or quote-unquote, falling back into your comfort zone. But you don't want to let it consume you to where you forget where you came from. Mm. You can't forget that every butterfly was a caterpillar. You you don't just skip a stage. You don't just pop up as a fucking butterfly. Right. Nobody does that. You have a process. You know, baby, the... To toddler, to, you know, it's a little kid, adolescence, to young adulthood, into adulthood. Everybody has stages in their life, and you don't want to forget where you're coming from. You know, if it, then again, unless you want to forget where you're coming from, or where you came from, I should say, then focus solely on what could be. There are back, you know, what they what do they call that? That's uh, there are repercussions for everything. There's consequences for everything that you do, good or bad. So I just feel that the newer, updated version of you should be everything. It should be a, a, a cumulative effort, right. and not just a you know a one off. I guess. Uh, is that a, a good way to put that? Well, we got to go golfing now? 
Nah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm listening to you. Oh. Just listening. That's just what I mean. I, I, I'm guessing that's what it is. It should, it should be a, a, a culmination of everything. Hmm. Not just a, all right, boom, this is what it is now. <laughs> hmm. Like, or like, like the butterfly, like a, like a butterfly. Cause they, people do forget that, you know, once you're a butterfly, you were no longer a, a caterpillar. You are no longer reverting back to that. Well, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> nah, I, I hear you. I, I slightly disagree a little bit. But then again, I can disagree with everything that you're saying. I just think this is all circumstantial. Because I feel like there are, again, situations where in order to completely reinvent yourself, you have to just scrap all of the old stuff. All of all of that. Including forgetting whatever it is that you need to forget in order to make this new version of yourself. You know? Like, sometimes holding on to the older stuff can hold you back. So, I feel like it, there's a lot of benefit in just completely starting over. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, of course. And maybe you don't need to bring anything with you from before. Anything that you know from before. You know? That's probably why we forget where we come from when we reincarnated. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> oh, no, that's funny. If you think about it, that actually could be a reason why. Hmm. I guess we'll never know. But setting the setting the old to get with the new makes a lot of sense. You know what you want. You know what you want to get out of life. This is what you got to do. If it means... Never looking back at New York or never looking back to wherever you came from and moving out of your hometown and, and staying out of your hometown. Then, you know, I guess that's what you have to do. Right. My, my Uncle Skate did that, hmm. in a sense. Nice. And I, I asked him, I said, would you, what the, so when did you uh, decide to stay, like, stay in Maryland? He was just like, you know, I just didn't have the desire to come back. <clears throat> right. <laughs> I, I felt like this. And he told me the same thing about when it came to me moving. He was like, to be honest with you, Kyle, there's nothing in New York for you right now. You ain't got no kids. You know, you you, you are you're young enough to, to, to find new people to, to deal with and stuff like that. So why not? What did you? What's, what did you? You sitting here treating me like I'm some kind of one off bitch? Like what, you just sitting me with the okay with the K, the signs? Nah. How you feel? Good. Now you know what it is. <laughs> you're saying a lot, and I feel like sometimes in order for people to grasp what you're saying, there shouldn't be so much that comes after it, because some people's thought process is not that advanced, and I've learned that. So when you say these things that hold a lot of substance, I allow it to marinate before I, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but I have a question, though. What does it smell? In terms of bunch of bullshit to me. <laughs> this newer person, mm-hmm. where do family, friends, and lovers come into play? 
Do you wait? Do they affect the process in a way that would encourage you to stay who you are? Or do they encourage you to change? Is it harder to change when you have people around you who are so used to and so acclimated to the person you've always been? Do you have to remove yourself from being around these people in order to elevate or change in life? Tell us how you feel. No. No, you don't think so? Not all the time. Okay. If it's detrimental to you, yes. Okay. If it's detrimental to you. Because, for an, for example. You don't think family holds you back? They do. They can. They also can elevate you. Okay. But, again, like I said, it depends on if it's detrimental to you. You don't think bitches hold you back? It's Again, <laughs> if it is detrimental to Some things can be an ankle weight and some, can, some things can be a ball in the chain. Mm, that's good. I like that. Or like a weight vest. You could always take a weight vest off and you would always feel better without it. Right. But you are ultimately stronger. A ball and a chain, on the other hand, is different. You either have to drag it, you got to pick it up, you got to carry it, throw it over your shoulder, something. Right. You got to keep it. It's always going to be there. When you're climbing, it's the weight holding you back. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit different. You got to have a key to open up the chain, you know, to lock. Unless you want to break it in some kind of way, shape, or fashion. Right. Which is usually is not easy, opposed to just taking off a weight vest. Or shoot, some people are just like uh, uh, freaking like catapults. They pull you back, 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 and say, you know what? I think you could do it. Phew. Okay. Now you go out there. I don't disagree with that at all. So do I, but I do feel like it's it's like you said, it's circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Not all not all family members are going to hold you back, and not all lovers are going to hold you back. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I heard the realest shit ever when I was I watched these two Instagram couples. I, I told you this one. She said that, that one of the questions she kept saying is like, "Oh, why did you guys break up?" And she said that he needed to elevate, mm-hmm. and I was in the way. Mm-hmm. There's no love lost mm-hmm. between the two. It's just that I know in order for him to get where he was at, mm-hmm. I couldn't be in the picture. At least not right now. Mm-hmm. And they don't hate each other. From what I understand, they don't hate each other. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's what I saw. And I was like, okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Sometimes people just be in the way. Very and I say, that some, I say that all the time. Incredibly mature. No, but I, I, I also I say that all the time about my friends. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, I, Obviously, I would rather you not leave me. Alone, right? <laughs> you know, if you want, if we grow apart, then we grow apart. But it's not like, you know, what I'm saying, I'm not giving you a reason to necessarily leave me behind. Like Snoop Dogg said it best too. Sometimes you, you know, you want to keep grabbing people that come with you and come with you, come with you. Sometimes you gotta just let them go, and then elevate, and then say, yo, you know, I'll throw them a couple bones here and there, and just see if they can catch up. You know, who knows? Sometimes, shoot, you, you send them a bungee cord down, throw the bungee cord down. Now they're on the cat. Sometimes it's a rope, and then the rope turns into a, ba- a, a you know, a catapult. Oh, sorry, the rope turns into a bungee cord. Right. You know, while, while all of a sudden they shimmy, and they're like, ah, let me bounce on the rope real quick. Now all of a sudden they're either further than you, or they caught up faster than you thought. Right. It happens. 
How do you feel about this, sir? I actually feel a lot like how you do. Um, but because of, like, um, I guess, personal <clears throat> personal shit that I've been through, I would be a little bit more leaning towards one side rather than being straight down the middle like you. I do think a lot of the times, especially in our culture, when you want to do things out of the norm or when you want to separate or do some shit that maybe isn't expected or maybe people aren't used to, you kind of got to separate yourself a little bit. Um, because some people, especially elders, um, even though they really care about you, they can tend to put their expectations of where you should be at or what you should be doing on you heavily. And sometimes that holds people back. And it almost held me back. And I had to kind of separate myself in order to do the things I wanted to do, to get to the places I wanted to get to, to make decisions that I felt like I needed to make for me. So again, I feel like how you feel, but I, I kind of lean more towards the side of, yes, like sometimes you do got to separate yourself. <clears throat> Even in a relationship kind of like situation, like if you're the type of person like me, where when you get into a relationship, that relationship becomes your number one priority more often than not, and that's what you you focus all your energy on. Maybe you, you spend less time focusing on yourself. Maybe you spend less time focusing on your career, and maybe all those things take a hit. And in order to not have to deal with that, you have to separate yourself from, from, the, from the people that you're in a relationship with or the type of relationship if the relationship can't change and grow with you. So it depends, like... It's also how you how you water everything, how you fertilize everything. Yeah, that too. Well, no, sorry, the word is cultivate. That is a word I was looking for, is, is, is being a cultivator. Whatever it is that you touch, you want to make it better than what it is when you got. And that takes nourishment, that takes time, it takes patience. And I don't disagree at all, because I'm more so, personally, leaning toward, you know, leaving. But again, I'd rather, personally, bring you with me. Or at least give you the map where where I'm going. Here's the destination. I give, I send you the G. I send you the the Addy. So you slide later on. Yeah, but some people may not even want you to go there, so they don't want to go there. So you sending them the Addy is not even something that's appreciated at all. So you know what I'm saying? Like they might be the person that don't want you to get to that point. Look, which is why I'm saying sometimes you gotta just straight up separate. I don't disagree. And the same goes for friends, family, lovers, all of it. Like, you never know, bro. I don't disagree. You know? I'm just saying. I, I've always, I've always been to the, to the. I always felt like it, everybody should be more inclusive than exclusive. Okay. Because. Or non-inclusive, because. When you, example, let's just say. I go, I, you know, my my cousin did this to me, you know, all, all the time. He knows I don't necessarily like parties. But he'd be like, yo, you know, I'm going, would you want to go? It's obviously people are going to get upset later on. They're going to be like, all right, well, you know, I'm tired of asking. You're always going to say no. But some people ask anyway. And who knows? The one time the dude pops out is probably the greatest day, the greatest night of all time. Right. 
that's exactly what happened a few times with me. I don't go nowhere. They never do that. It's just hilarious. I came in. You should have seen it. Perfect example. Delaware State University. <laughs> Taste Lounge. Everybody going to Taste Lounge. Was it every Tuesday or Thursday? I think it was Thursday. Right? Thursday. It was Thursday. Every Thursday. Taste Lounge. And I'm okay. You know, everybody doing their little thing. They're getting a little vibe going. You know what I'm saying? And this is where the, the nickname Flight came from. Being the flight attendant. The niggas that's always high. You know, making sure they land safely. <laughs> it was funny because I never went with them to Taste Lounge. I never went with any of my friends that got toasted, that got zooted before they went to Taste Lounge. I never went. One day, I believe, you know, shout out to Harry, you know, <laughs> 24 hours from greatness, my boys over there. So Harry was just like, yo, come on, dog. You got to, this is one time, one time. One time, we got to do it. One time, Big Large. Let's go. That's what they call me, guys. Big Large. Hilarious. But he was like, let's go. One time. I was like, all right. Fine. Harry was hype. So, okay, all right, cool. I pull up. Everybody in the wing, they didn't know that I know, you know, that they didn't know I was coming. So, everybody, <laughs> not only was everybody zooted at the time, I walked in. This shit was great. It's like, oh, y'all got Kyle out here, dog. I'll never forget. My boy Dre was like, y'all got Kyle out here, dog? Straight like, <laughs> like y'all got Kyle. Man, y'all brought Kyle out here, dog? That's crazy. Who knows? And you never know. But it should, I'm not saying it should be your obligation to do so. And that is the, that is the difference. It is never, you're never obligated to bring the person along. That is solely on your own volition and your own spirit, whether you want to or not. Nice. You don't have to. Nice. But like I, I said, I'm more of the inclusive person than rather than having somebody excluded from something. Well, I'd rather you, you be there. Shout out to you. That's nice. That's really uh, kind-hearted of you and thoughtful and considerate. Yeah. Good guy. However, no, nobody gives a fuck, right? And that's just how life is. It's cool. That's not true. People care. Mm. They care when it benefits them. I'm sorry that you feel that way. Don't apologize. <laughs> I will not accept it. I hope that your uh, perspective on that changes. Thank you. Someday. Thank you. And I'm sorry that you feel that. Do not way. apologize. I will not accept it. <laughs> I will not accept. Well, mm. it would seem like it's time for the outlet pass. I mean, you know, you didn't answer your shit. Okay. I did answer it. Fairly. Fam. Okay. What are you talking? I literally okay. answered. I, I gave you a whole. Sp- I said, I don't disagree. However, and then I gave niggas a whole dissertation on how I felt. Definitely more of an essay. Okay. No, I told you. I said pretty much I felt like how you feel, but I'm leaning more to one side because of personal shit that I've been through. That was that whole thing. You're not fucking listening. That's a little essay. I got you. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Would you want a draft tee 
Well, that is out of, out of a draft, yeah. Okay, would you want someone who is talented or who is skilled? I have to answer this first. Uh-huh. It's tough. Let me get somebody talented, and I'm gonna tell you why. Uh, go ahead. Let me get the guy who's talented, and let me draft him onto a team and surround him with some veterans that can pull that out of him. That's where I'm going with that. Hmm. That's how I feel. Okay. Give me a guy with immense talent mm-hmm. and your favorite thing in the world, potential. Mm. And then let me don't, surround don't, this don't, nigga. Do, do, do not slander my name and put potential next to it. Let me let me then surround this nigga. This talented legend in the making with veteran talent. This is what piece of clay. I'm just saying, bro. You can mold that into a beautiful sculpture. Yeah, this, is, this is how I feel. That's what I would do. This is the question. I gave you my answer. I do not disagree with you. Cool. So tell me what you're going to do. You're going to fucking no, pick the other thing. I'm not. you got to fucking pick the no, skilled guy. I'm not. All right. So it's wait. Tough. Well, so where you go? So, so tell us how you feel. Let me explain to you. Go ahead. But the reason why I have this question, I would. the reason why I would choose talent is because of normally what I like to do. I would like to have a, a veteran leader somewhere down the line. Oh, so you feel how I feel? No. Oh, this is wonderful. No, you said surround. Oh, this is great. You said surround. Wow. So in a sports-like situation. No. You feel how I feel. I didn't get a chance to finish. This has never happened before, guys. It's not. Didn't let me finish. Wow. Did not even let me finish. Go ahead. Not even a little bit. I'm impressed. Don't be. I'm very impressed. But don't be. Amazing. You shouldn't. I, the difference between both of us is that you said you want to surround him with veterans. I just need one. Just one guy. One veteran leader that can keep everybody else in line. I don't need multiple vets. You don't need multiple vets, personally. I don't think so. Because the issue is... But the reason why I thought about this question is because... It happens all the time. The difference between the freshman phenom and the subpar senior. Mm. Everybody kind of gets frowned upon if they stayed four years in college opposed to coming out straight out of of high school or their freshman year. Nine times out of ten, the kid that comes out of high school is literally, what do they say? He's raw. He's talented. He he has all of this stuff here in front of him. Now, all he has to do is find a way to mold and shape it into something good. Right? I have a hot take for you. Go ahead. I have a hot take. Go ahead. This guy. (laughs) I feel like, and just hear me out. Oh, God. (laughs) I I, I can't. Just hear me out. I feel like LaMelo Ball. Is the talented one, right? Okay. Straight pure talent. But I feel like Lonzo Ball is the skilled one. Mm. This is how I feel. So if I look at the both of them, right? And I look at their careers and how they've performed. Well, Melo hasn't been in here that long, but I look at how they performed when they first came into the league, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to automatically take LaMelo Ball. However, 
you kind of got to think about it because Alonzo's on his way. And he can get better still. See, skill is something that you can get better at. Can you get more talent? Can you get more of it? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're just talented, can you go and get more? Can you work hard at talent? No. But if you're a skilled guy, you can build that skill exponentially. So it kind of depends now. Because would you rather have Melo on your team or Lonzo on your team? If you have veterans. You mean LaMelo? Oh, my <laughs> God. Shit. I no, you, what I was talking no, about. No, because you confused the shit out of me All right, yes, second. I'm talking no, about really the Ball no, Brothers. I'm not going to lie. You're I'm talking about the Ball Brothers. It definitely confused me until you said Lonzo. The Ball Brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about LaMelo. Would mm-hmm. you rather have LaMelo or Lonzo? Like, like I said, it would depend on where I am. I said I, just, I said that. Okay. So, like, in in this case, in, in, in LaMelo's case, he's perfect where he is. He doesn't have a veteran. Like no, he doesn't. He's surrounded by a bunch of other young talent. Okay. With a couple of, like, veterans that are, like, okay, they're not superstar veterans. They're just, eh. Right. Or do you have somebody like Lonzo, who's, like, also, who's also kind of surrounded by talent, but at the time was there with a veteran mm-hmm. for a second, you know, for a second or two. Yeah. You know? It's the slight... It's a slight difference. Or, now here's, a, here's another, a, just a totally different situation. In, in a sense, it's kind of like where you, you're, you're looking at the Michael Jordan coming out and the Kobe Bryant coming out. At the time, one was more skilled than the other. Mm-hmm. But as times changed, I feel that Jordan's talent stayed and Kobe's skill accelerated. What happened? I don't know how I feel about that. That's a that's a hot take. I don't think so. That's that's a hot take. No, I'm, I, the reason why. I, let me explain. When Jordan came in the league, everybody was saying how how he was like. They said that his talent was one that got him there. What is he known as? A high flyer. That's what he's known as. Kobe was just a raw athlete. Not necessarily, can't necessarily jump out the gym. Not really super fast. Not really super quick. He can shoot, sort of. Not really. But I'm saying is, as Jordan got older, yeah, his athleticism deteriorated a little bit, but he's still Michael Jordan. The talent, the creativity, all of that stuff is still there. You're not attributing none of that to his work ethic and skill. You're not listening to what no, I'm, I'm saying. I'm asking. But you're not listening to what I'm you saying. You said his talent stayed, whereas his... Kobe worked on his skill. Jordan didn't do the same? And that's not what I said. I said that Kobe's skill accelerated faster than Jordan's did. If you noticed, if you watched the elevation of gameplay, you could see the difference in how they were as players. Jordan still was spectacular in what it is that he was doing. In other words, he still was kind of doing the same things he was doing in the 80s. Oh, I forgot who I was talking to. I'm trying to figure out how we go from Jordan not having anything to Jordan having six rings in a row. And I forgot that we attribute that to what? his coach. What are you talking about? I forgot who I was talking to. Well, what are you talking because about? Because Jordan... Why are you, dis- why are you bro, just completely disregarding I didn't disregard saying? anything you said. However, you it's to. not true. Jordan literally was at a standstill in his career and could not get past a certain point. And then he just magically elevated and was unstoppable. 
What is that attributed to? We are not going to sit here and say that Jordan's skill did not accelerate crazy, just like Kobe's. No, I'm saying that... He didn't become a much better basketball player. I'm saying that Kobe's relied more on his skill than Jordan did. And what That's sense? all I'm saying. How, explain Jordan, that to me. Jordan can still jump out of the gym, is what, <laughs> the point I'm making to you. You're talking about late in Kobe's career? I'm, yes. I'm saying that even as they progressed... If Jordan really wanted to, he probably could still dunk from the free throw line at 37 years old. Because of talent. Yes. You going to call that skill? Woo! Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand you. I you just sure? don't know if I do. I don't know if I agree I, with you. I don't feel like you understand. No, I understand. I just, I don't know. I feel like I don't. Every time I disagree, you think I don't understand. No, because you start attacking the different, literally, I said talent and, 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 and skill. No, and all I of understand a sudden, you what you rings. said. I'm not I don't talking disagree. about that. I don't, I don't not understand. I just disagree. Because there's no way a nigga goes from not having anything to getting six rings in a row and being unstoppable. And it's not attributed to him elevating his skill in the game. It, it plays directly into what you're saying. You think I'm not listening to you? No. It literally makes perfect sense. No, that's... How, how, explain to me what I'm saying that makes you feel like I don't understand what you're saying. What is the difference between Kobe's career going forward and Michael Jordan's career? If you actually look at it, Michael Jordan's career was kind of consistent. How? Look at his numbers. They spiked and then plateaued. But they plateaued at a high level. Well, okay. Thus the 10 scoring titles. Okay. With Kobe, it was different. Okay. He had not only, now obviously team change and all that good stuff happens, mm -hmm. but Kobe's, is his whole game had to change. How much he, did his numbers change? A lot. His assist numbers went up. His assist numbers started like his assist numbers went up. His rebounding went up. His certain things happened in his career that allowed him to be who he was. That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the success as the actual player and the accolades and the individual like rings and stuff like that, like team stuff. I'm talking about just the individual player himself. The style of play. I'm just saying, if you watch, you could there's still Michael Jordan highlights that make you go, Wow. When he was 35. Okay. And it's like, and, it, and, and, it's, it's a, and it's not even, it was more so of like, of how it happened. And I'm saying Kobe wasn't the same, you know, wasn't the same, had the same wow factor. I'm just saying that Jordan was still doing the kind of things that made you realize that he was still Michael Jordan. And that's what Kobe was doing later on, except in a different fashion. Jordan was still jumping, just like then how LeBron is now. People still could realize that he could still jump out of the gym, yeah, even bro. though they're saying that he would he was still you know deteriorating and all that other stuff. But he is still who he is now, which is what you remember him as when he was younger. But when you look at that, like that's what I'm saying. When you look at the end of Jordan's career and you look at how he plays, you 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 see a lot of technical shit. You see a lot of fundamental shit. You see like you really start to see like. Not the flashy talent stuff. You mm -hmm. see stuff that's skill oriented stuff, which is why I don't. This is why I don't understand how you could say that. Because if you watch, it start. In other words, it start for Kobe. It started earlier in his career. It started early in his career. That's all I'm saying. When it came to the skill stuff, it started earlier. Okay. Jordan still had a lot of his quote unquote talent and God given ability. <laughs> before he retired the first time. 
I never said that he didn't become a master of the game. I said it all the time. As he got older, he definitely learned to master the game of basketball. Incorporating post moves, incorporating fadeaways and all that stuff, yeah. But he was still having his talent. He was still able to blow by people. Still able to dunk from further out than you know than normal than he always did. He was still dunking on seven footers. Hmm. Kobe wasn't doing that. Kobe had flashes here and there, but in the beginning of his career, that's what he was doing. He used his athleticism. You know, Kobe was athletic, but hmm. then all of a sudden, now it's like he, he he's incorporating this to go with this, 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 and he's not still. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not he's not still like. He's not using the quote-unquote talent that he had. He's just improving on the skill. Because mm. he was never, Kobe was never like the fastest. He was never the, the highest jumper. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't always the quickest. Mm. Unlike, you, but you can say that about Michael Jordan. He was one of the fastest players in the league. He could jump as one of the farthest, you know, the highest in the league. He was one of the quickest players in the league. That was not Kobe, who relied more on skill than actual talent. And I'm not saying that Jordan did not have any skill. That's it. Okay. That's all I gotta say about that. But because I was like I said, I was thinking about it. When there's people that get that get drafted like out of high school or out of college in this case, in this case, out of the, you know, the freshman opposed to the senior, the junior, you know, the junior or the sophomore. They just, I feel like people look at them differently. Hmm. You got people like Michael Beasley, and I don't, I can't say Michael Beasley because that's not that's not a good that's not a good example. But you got people like um, what's the boy name? Oh, I forgot his name. Damn. It was a big man. I forgot his name, but that like that same year that he went. I, I, but as as Tyler, like Tyler Hansbro was there, mm-hmm. all four years. JJ Reddick was there all four years. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't they weren't necessarily looked at as, you know, a Derrick Rose or a Ben Simmons. You know, or you know, even a LeBron, Melo, D Wade. Chris Paul, even Chris Paul was kind of looked at it differently because Chris Paul wasn't. Well, Chris Paul was drafted what like tenth or twelfth or something like that, mm. somewhere down the line, opposed to Dwight Howard <laughs> or Emeka Okafor. Mm-hmm. Like these guys were drafted hella early in their career. I don't know. I just feel like that when it comes to the draft, especially as of, as as of recent, nobody wants the senior, nobody wants the junior. You know, everybody wants the freshman phenom. Because he's raw. And he could be molded. Yeah. I don't know. But on the surface, yes, we do agree. Yeah. We do agree. Moving on to the basement bartender. When are we going to call this one? You still haven't helped me with that. Because I had an idea, but I don't think it's going to fly. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Uh-oh. 
we gonna call this one. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I can't do that. That'd have been fire though. If it was like a like a green and a, and a red drink, I could have called it blood on the leaves. But that'd have been nice. I'll probably make a blood on the leaves. You right? could put the. You could put. No, you can't put the mint in there. Never mind. It wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. I don't know, man. But either way, I'm, I'm gonna give you that drink. It's the it's Bacardi Black with grenadine and cherry Pepsi, wild cherry Pepsi, or cherry Coke, whatever you prefer. And we had a well, I already had a purple pill. I already gave people the purple pill. I don't know what to call this one, man. Get back to it. A black dot. Okay. We'll go with the black dot. Nice. You'll like it. I'm pretty sure you'll like it. I wouldn't steer you in the wrong direction. I wouldn't steer you in the wrong direction. Do you have anything else to say in closing, Kenneth? Nah. You sure? Mm Mm-hmm. Positive? Yeah. Just want to leave them hanging? Mm Mm-hmm. Like the bowls you shave? I <laughs> am not the one doing that. I just posed <laughs> the question. I know, the I question. know. I know. I know. Yeah. I was trying to get you to walk away. Didn't work. Mm-mm. Well. Peace and love, baby. I'll see y'all later. Kenny. Yes,